Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RIPodcast.net. This is episode 281, recorded live on Sunday, November 11th, 2012, and here are your hosts, the man who voted last Tuesday, Dave Pillay. Hey, hey. The man who also voted last Tuesday, Andy Lowe. Hi. Because, you know, you, you couldn't get that early vote in or the, uh, the mail-in ballot because you're not over 60, right, Andy? Yeah. Except not because you could, but that's besides the point. It's besides the point. I still was able to go in there after work on Tuesday. Yay. Vote. And, I mean, it, we, we don't really attempt to hide our political leanings on this show. Well, I'm politically independent. So you're politically independent. Mm-hmm. I I tend to vote in the Democratic bloc because I am in line with more of their ideals, although there there are definitely places where I am more of a conservative. But uh, both our states voted Democratic overall, and I'm fairly pleased with that. And that's both in the, uh, the presidential and in our Senate races. Mm-hmm. So congrats to Debbie Stabenow and Tammy Baldwin. I actually didn't vote in all of the uh, races. No? I voted the presidential. I voted the Senate. Okay. I voted on all six of the proposals. There were six. Do you know how many proposals I had? How many? Zero. Mm. What were your six proposals? Let's see. Proposal one was about the emergency manager law. Whether or not it was constitutional? Mm-hmm. That got it, struck down. Really? Yep. So it, it was declared, like, unconstitutional and... Yeah, so now the emergency manager law has to revert back to an earlier version. Okay. Let's see, proposal two was trying to put um, collective bargaining rights into the Constitution. Okay. So, I guess... So, stopping what happened here from happening there. Yes. That got shut down. Really? Yeah. So, what happened here could happen there. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Number three was trying to put into the Constitution that Michigan was required to have renewable energy, like 25% renewable energy by like 2025 or something like that. That probably got struck down. Yep, that got struck down. Because there's no way to really enforce that, but okay. Let's see. Proposal four was to allow home health care workers the right to collective bargaining. That also and, got struck down. Okay. Let's see, proposal five. Oh, yeah, this was a stupid one. <laughs> proposal five was to say that any tax increases would require a two-thirds majority vote. That got struck down? Yeah. Good. <laughs> like, really, tell me that got struck down. Any tax increases would require two-thirds vote? Oh, my God. That would... There'd, there'd never be taxes again. Yeah. That would grind everything to a halt. Yeah. And Proposal 6 was about putting into the Constitution that any international bridge crossings must require a statewide vote. (laughs) And that got struck down? Yep. Yay! So you get the bridge to Canada. Well, I love how Governor Snyder was like, well, even if this passes, I think we can still build the bridge to Canada. (laughs) (laughs) We probably get the votes. Oh, it was just a... So a a mixed bag. Some of them were good, some of them not so hot. But all six of them got struck down. So I voted, see, the presidential, the Senate, the proposals. I voted for our House of Representatives. Yeah. And I think that's it. I didn't vote for any of the local stuff because I wasn't paying attention to any of the local stuff. So I didn't feel like... So you know how Ann Arbor is a hotbed of, like, 
the Democratic Party. Yes. So is Madison. Well, they're college towns. Yeah, well, but so in the district in Madison that I live in, there were in, – in the local elections, there were no alternatives. Mm-hmm. You voted for the Democratic Party or you voted for the Democratic Party. <laughs> there wasn't even like a Green Party or a Libertarian? Every so often there was like a Libertarian candidate. But mm. it, it was like, do you want to vote liberal or really liberal? <laughs> no proposals, no – uh, special thing. I mean, we've done all of those already this year. We've had like six elections in 2012. Ah, uh, yeah. But yeah, so I, I got the presidential ballot and the state senate ballot and the house, uh, not the, the U.S. house, but the, the state legislature. Mm. Yeah. There was one that I, it, it wasn't on my ballot, and this is kind of already leading into the topics that I'm, I'm rather impressed with, and I, I kind of wish I had still lived in Celine that I could have voted on this. Oh, the fact. The mayor our- of Celine was on the ballot this year. Our high school classmate. Yes. Yeah, you think, like, our high school, what, high school teacher? No, no. This guy was in our graduating class. Brian Marl is now the mayor of Celine. And I'm not talking about Foursquare. He, like, actual official mayor Duly of the elected. town he grew up in. Yeah. Wow. I ever tell you the last time I actually met our previous mayor? Which one? Driscoll. Okay. I, I've met the mayor before him, but I didn't, met Dris- I didn't meet Driscoll. It's a her. Before her. Yes. Okay. As I said, I never met Driscoll. I met her. Um, I got out. Uh, got the hell out of Selena a long time ago, Andy. <laughs> yeah, I was mowing my parents' lawn. It was hot out, so I'm sitting here in, like, cut jeans and the t-shirt and everything. And because I, um, I was home alone, I had the, the phone with me because my parents were out and they, mm-hmm. in case someone needed a call or something. So I get a call while I'm on the lawnmower. It's my parents. They're like, where are you? I'm like, outside mowing the lawn. She's like, okay, what I need you to do is go into the kitchen, open the refrigerator. So I go into the kitchen, open the refrigerator, and there's this, like a casserole bowl, some ran wrap over. She's like, I need you to take that over to our neighbors. Okay. I'm like, okay. <laughs> kind of odd, but sure. They're like, they should be in the back. And I'm like, um, okay, so I... Hang up the phone, and I go over to our neighbors. It's like, hi, I think I'm supposed to deliver this here? That's, that's exactly what happened. I come strolling around their house to their backyard, and they have, like, a party going on. <laughs> and so I'm sitting here, like, holding this, like, casserole sort of dish. And I just, like, randomly walk up, like, hi, <laughs> I'm supposed to deliver this here. Oh, poor Andy. <laughs> Turns out this was, like, the inaugural party of the... Uh, like Celine, um, like German society or something like that. And the first person I run into, smelling like sweat and cut grass. The mayor of Celine. Yeah. Well done. I'm like, I'm supposed to drop this off. And she's like, oh, well, welcome to the party. Here, you can have some. Have a drink. Don't worry <laughs> about the lawn. And I'm sitting there like, the lawnmower is still like parked next to the house. <laughs> I didn't even put it away. Like, no, I, I really got to get back and mow my lawn. <laughs> Wow. That's one of the oddest phone calls I ever got from my parents. You just stop what you're doing, grab this, and go to a party. What? I don't understand. I mean, I'll just meet up with Marl and... God, I can't even think the last class I had with Marl. I mean, the last time I actually talked to him was probably almost ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I TP'd his house once. Andy! <laughs> I think that's a crime now. <laughs> probably. But anyway, yeah, so Brian Marl. Wow. Oh, 
congratulations. Make it an interesting 10-year anniversary, 10-year uh, reunion. Yeah. Reunion. Probably be the first 10-year reunion to have the mayor of Celine in attendance. As a guest. <laughs> As a guest. As opposed to a special appearance. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I want to get a chance to sit down and pick his brain. But, you know, he's the mayor and probably getting kind of busy. Yep. So one thing I wanted to bring up was politics. Yeah. Nate Silver. Yeah. 538. 538 blog. uh, Again, you know, this ongoing thing about me being a hipster before being a hipster was cool. I was doing 538 before it was bought by the New York Times. I was doing 538 before he actually said what his name was. I think that would be about the same time I was doing it as well. So yes, 538. How did he do? He got everything right minus one Senate seat. So every state's presidential election mm-hmm. and 49 states, well, it wasn't all 40, it wasn't all 50 states had a Senate seat open, right? Nope. It's uh, every, there were 33 Senate about, seats open, something like that. Yeah. A third. You got all but one. All but one. Damn. Now, how far back do you have to go to have that still be accurate? What do you mean? Well, because their maps changed every day as new polling information came in. True. So how long before the election was that accurate? Or is it that it was really accurate every day and it's just people were really changing their mind every day? I don't know. Because he was basing the forecast upon the polling data. And every time new polling data came out, he updated the forecast. Right. So is that just that he was getting more information and could get more accurate, or was it people were actually changing their minds and he was updating to reflect that? Probably both. Because in the very beginning, when he first came out, he's like, look, there's not a lot of poll data and it's April, so I'm not going to be able to, you know. (laughs) But then, you know, October hit and he was getting multiple poll data stuff every single day. Yep. Pretty friggin' accurate, though. It's really scary. Mm-hmm. Now he's trying is, to just... Out of curiosity, has Florida been decided yet? Yes. Who did it go for? Obama. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. So he really was accurate. Yep. He's starting to get a little worried, though. Why? Well, the fact that people were using his forecast model as, mm-hmm. like, a news item. Oh, God. <laughs> So it's the fact that what happens when his forecast, rather than just reporting on the news, is the starts news. to affect the news. Yeah, so then you start, you know, because then he alters his forecast, which alters the news's coverage of it, which alters people's perceptions of it, which means that it's psychohistory all over again. Mm-hmm. Like One the, of the fact that somebody will look on there and go, oh, Montana's clearly Republican thing, maybe I'll vote for somebody else, or maybe I won't vote at all, and yep. then nobody shows up. Yep. But the uh, the one of the first fundamental rules of psychohistory is that the people that you're describing can't know the result. Mm-hmm. The participants can't know what's going on. So, dear Mr. Silver needs to stop. <laughs> well, he's not going to be doing much for the next four years. He'll do stuff in two years. True. 538 does every election. So, in two years, they'll do the, the Senate and the House again. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Yep. See, all election results. Florida went for it. Wow. Yeah, it was close. By less than 100,000. Mm-hmm. It was really close. But it didn't matter anyway. Mm-hmm. So this is exactly the map that 538 described, huh? Mm-hmm. That's scary. 
Yep. God damn you, Nate Silver. <laughs> well, now that he thinks about it, it's like he started doing baseball statistics with all the mm-hmm. sabermetrics and everything. So it was an easy switch. Yep. So in other election news, yes. Washington and Colorado. Yeah. Are you going to try and make a pot joke? I wasn't going to make a pot joke, but I was going to bring up pot. Everyone has already made the jokes about how PAX is going to be very interesting this year. <laughs> well, you still are not allowed to smoke inside. No, but that back garden area where everyone's already smoking, oh. you're not going to be able to walk in that way without getting high. Which is a pain in the butt because that always used to be the easiest way to get from the Homestead Hotels. Homewood Suites. Yeah, yep. whatever they were. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, I'm I'm not too sure what's going on about that. Um, it, it's still federally illegal. Yes. Now the question then becomes, will it be enforced? That's an excellent question. What are your thoughts on the issue, Andy? Don't answer you know, all at once. I'm thinking. Okay. Because there's part of me that says, as long as it doesn't affect me... Yeah, well, see, here's the thing. <laughs> it's called a contact high. I know. But then also, um, I'm trying to look this up at the moment. Hold on. Oh, wow. Gary Johnson got 1% of the vote. Supposedly one of the new places <laughs> that mm-hmm. I'm delivering the mail to at the moment that I'm learning the route for. Yeah. Is was listed as like one of the top 10 meth cities in okay. the United States. Yay, Backwoods, Michigan. Yeah. Okay. So it's just looking at all of the houses on the route that are vacant because they used to be a meth lab. <laughs> so it's like it's it's it becomes a point of okay, well where's the line between one recreational drug and another? Yep. Also, I mean, how can you, on the one hand, claim tobacco is so bad and, and you know, take all these anti-smoking campaigns and all this and all that and then say, oh, but smoking pot is fine. Yeah, because yeah, you're still smoking. You're right. Hmm. Yep. So, I mean, the, the thing is with pot, there are other forms that you can use that don't involve actually lighting the leaves on fire. Which is where most of the the really bad shit comes from, from both cigarette smoke and pot smoke. But even so, I mean, I'm I'm still, mm, I don't know. Bet you it made a lot of people in California really happy, though. You don't think so? You don't think that most of the pot that's going to get sold legally in Washington is being grown illegally in California? I don't doubt it. All right, well... I guess that's enough of that then. What else do we... Well, actually, it's not quite enough of that because as we're uh, on the line of law, there's a few lawsuits that got tossed around this week. Oh. Uh, Blizzard Entertainment. Well, Activision Blizzard, I should say, is getting sued. By who? By a law firm on a class action lawsuit. Oh, wait. Blizzard's getting sued by a class action lawsuit? Mm-hmm. Well, it is a class action lawsuit against Blizzard. That's what I meant. Even yeah, well, it, wasn't it, what the, I... the, the class action lawsuit isn't really doing the suing. It is the suit. But yes, we're saying the same thing. Blizzard is being targeted by a class action lawsuit. 
for what? So Blizzard has the authenticator, right? Yeah, I have that on my authentication. You well, got I had it, on, it on my phone. You had it on your phone. I've got it on my phone. It's you know every couple of times when you log in, you just have to pull out your phone. It's not terrible. Yeah. Uh, but remember back a couple months ago, there was a huge hack of Blizzard. Yes. And that people's emails were exposed. Yes. And potentially their credit card information, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Well, a, a law firm is saying that because Blizzard is charging people for the authenticator and yet allowing the people who don't pay to get hacked, their security is not good and it is kind of a, uh, a deceptive upsell. Wait, we're talking about the, the little like football-like authenticators that people at like PayPal use. Mm-hmm. The keychain one that you press yeah. a button and it generates a number for you. Okay, so let me get this straight. Because Blizzard is charging people for an actual physical object. Yep. Something that actually needs to be mailed, needs to be needs to be physically made, first off. Yep. And then physically mailed to somebody. That is, oh. Yep. So there's that. <laughs> this is going to get kicked out. There's no way this will make it anywhere. Oh, it's just, on the surface, it just seems so stupid. Yeah, as Andy, most lawsuits do. Including this one, Tesla is getting sued. What? By, by ready, ready for this? All right. It's not people suing Tesla. It's the state of New York Why? and Massachusetts. It's the states of New York and Massachusetts. They are suing Tesla. Why? Because... Tesla owns their own dealerships. Okay. Well, evidently in New York and Massachusetts, that's not supposed to be done. So they're getting sued by the states because... Because they're selling their cars direct to the consumers. I don't see... I, I almost would... If I was in the process of buying a new car, I almost would rather... You'd rather get it from the... Manufacturer the manufacturer than have to right. deal with... A dealership. Oren B. Hayes and Stadium Motors and Sealy Wright Kia. I mean, I had a, a pretty good experience with, at my dealership, but I also had terrible experiences at other dealerships, which is why I went with the one that I did. That's the only reason I bought the Prius over the uh, Fusion. The one thing you could do, though, that let me just point this out: the fact that one of the actual tactics people are using to buy new cars is to actually get a quote from a dealer at mm-hmm. one location, and then take it to another, take it to another dealer, and be like, "Can you top this?" Mm-hmm. And if then you take can, theirs. Then I will buy it here instead of. Yep. Well, here in. Madison, if you're buying a Toyota, you actually do have two choices, but you really only have one. I don't know how this other dealership is staying open. Let me let me see if I can pull up the size of this dealership for you, Andy. I think I, did I drive you past it at one point? I don't think so. Okay, let's see. Link. Could even post this on the topics, I suppose. It's really kind of off the wall on the... Just to give you some sense of how big this dealership is. Ooh. Google Maps has a link shortener? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. They've had it for years. I just found out that if you zoom in far enough, though, there's... Wow, that's... There's a stage between Street View and the top-down, which is this, like, angle view. 
Oh yeah, the uh, that weird forty-five angle thing. Yep. So anyway, that's the dealership. Mm. It's huge. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ever going to buy a new car from a dealer. You're just going to keep buying the used cars off eBay. Well, not eBay, because I'm not on eBay ever again. Because you bought a used car on eBay. Two. Two used cars on eBay. Uh, 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 uh. Are you trying to do the count? I was kind of trying to do the count, but then the count who was clearly not happy. Or exhausted. <laughs> also exhausted. I've had to work the past like three, four days. Oh. That's a really bad picture of Michigan Stadium. So I was thinking about this when I was looking actually at Google Maps. This is entirely not on the topic list. That's fine. We can break topic for a little bit. Where are the people? What do you mean, where are the people? Like, I've been looking at around Kalamazoo because they had just updated the maps of Kalamazoo. So once again, I'm trying to find my car. Yeah. And I'm just looking around, and I don't seem to see any people on the streets. I mean, I see a ton of of cars in the streets. Yeah. People are hard to see, Andy. People are small. Hold on, let me try and slowly zoom into Western's campus. Anytime now. I mean, people are really small. But here, I'm on Main and William in downtown Ann Arbor, and it looks like you can see people. Hmm. But like, yeah, really, it, 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 if right you want to see people, zoom into the street view, look at how small they are next to the building, and then zoom out one. And you'll see why you don't see people. They're just too friggin' small. Oh. Western Michigan also has that weird 45-angle view. I'm not sure if I like it. I think it's just uh, another level of detail. U of M does not have it, which is kind of disappointing. There, if you zoom in on the diag, you can see some people kind of laying out in the grass. But yes, I've I've previously noticed that it's hard to see people on Google Maps. They're there, but they're tiny. It's like the world's first, worst version of Where's Waldo. I mean, it is the world's Where's Waldo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you want perspective, zoom in on the one of the stadiums and look at that and see, you know, think about how big a person is in one of those chairs. True. People are smudges. Very true. Oh, Camp Randall Stadium. Why is it that all football fields run, like, exactly north-south? I don't know. Probably something to do with the weather or the sun. I could see it being the sun. Yeah, because what football team would want to be... No, it would eliminate night games, that's for sure. Well, just think about it. Fourth quarter, sun setting, and you're trying to run down the full, the, the field with the, like into the setting sun. Yep. Quarterback wouldn't be able to see shit. Nope. Oh, that's interesting, though. The horseshoe is not directly north-south. Hmm. It's on a slant. Interesting. So what are these problems going on with the Surface? So Microsoft Surface has a, a, a cover. I mean, like, the cover is part of it, right? Is it Where the keyboard? It has, it's the keyboard. It's like a gyroscope. It's a couple other sensors. Okay. It's tearing. What? Along the seam. <laughs> they are tearing along the seam, and they are tearing along the seam in kind of the same place, and it's from what appears to be different batches. So it wasn't just like this one group got screwed up. It, this may be a problem with the entire product line. So people are not happy, nor should they be. Oh man, they have to do a. 
You can't really do a recall on them. Nope. They'd be like Apple and... Currently, they are doing exchanges, though. If, you're, if your Surface has this tear, you bring it in, they'll give you a new one. How do bring you let a product where? through like that? To any of the Microsoft stores, or you can send it back to Microsoft? It's like the nearest Microsoft store for us, I think it's... Chicago. Yeah. How do you let a product through like that? How do you not do the testing that's going to be like, oh, after a couple days of use, this tears? <laughs> My guess is they didn't do real-world testing, which would seem ridiculous if they didn't. Why wouldn't... I mean, yeah, there, there's something to be said about, like, secrecy, but toss it in a backpack for a couple days. See what happens to it. It's so annoying to me that these products are getting through like this. Well, hopefully the Xbox tablet won't have that. The Xbox tablet? Multiple sources have told The Verge that Microsoft is building a proprietary 7-inch gaming-focused tablet called currently called the Xbox Surface. What a surprise. Because Microsoft has original naming conventions. The Xbox Surface. So yes. is, this is Microsoft combating the Wii U? I, I don't know. Which, by the way, for all intents and purposes, is a gaming tablet. I've been reading a couple articles about the Wii U. And we haven't talked about it. Because I don't find it interesting. As I yawn. Well, Ugh. but see, here's the thing. The idea of this... this you can take whatever's on the TV screen yeah, and you can pop it onto the Wii U screen. You don't actually need the TV anymore. And keep in mind, the Wii U is supposed to be at least as powerful as the Xbox 360. Okay. So you can take your 360 game in the console and just pop it into your hands. I'm not sure if I would. Granted, I no, but, well, am not so, really much of a mobile gamer. Yeah, but it's, not a the idea is that it's not gamer. a mobile gamer. It's not, it's not really mobile. I mean, you're not going to carry this thing around. You're going to sit down with it. Well, then why don't you just sit down in front of the TV? Well, because let's say you've got your one nice TV, and you'd like to play Assassin's Creed 3, and Kate would like to watch something on Netflix, or in your case, on TiVo. On Amazon Instant Video. Or Amazon Instant Video, on whatever. <sighs> Sorry. Well, with this, you can. I'm still not really that excited for it. I, don't, I just don't know what it is. I just, I've been watching the... I think you've been burned out by Nintendo. Yeah, especially Kate pointed this out to me. You know those Nintendo DS commercials where everybody's saying, I'm not a gamer, like I'm an artist? No. Oh. I do not know about these commercials. They sound bad. They're commercials for the Nintendo DS in different games. And they take somebody, I guess, who's famous. Okay. The only person I've recognized has been Gabby Douglas due to the Olympics. Okay. But they take somebody famous and they have them playing a game and they're like... At the very end, they say, I'm not a gamer. I'm, like, an artist, or like, I'm well, a puzzle I, solver. I or... am a gamer. <laughs> yes, At least I used to be. Here's the kicker. Kate didn't point this... As soon as Kate pointed this out to me, this seemed ridiculous. They're all female. Every single one of the stars in these ads are female. Huh. And they're like, I'm not a gamer. I'm this. I'm like, well, what's wrong with being a gamer? Are they saying that girls can't be gamers? I, I think there's, like, the PMS clan who would argue against that pretty strongly. Yeah, PMS clan, the frag dolls. But it's, it's still just, like, 
I don't know what they're trying to do with these commercials, but it doesn't seem to be helping their image. Well, are you sure that all the commercials are female? Yeah, I, of all the ones I've seen, I've seen, oh, I think, but, but three there's a difference ones. between the ones you've seen and all the ones out there. You're sort of fetching now, aren't you? Yes. Nintendo begins, I'm not a gamer advertising campaign. Okay. I'm not a gamer. I'm corporate shill. <laughs> okay, so the one article I got from Game Informer. Mm-hmm. Let's see, Gabby Douglas, Diana Agron. Ag- I don't know. This is the two of them on. There's a third one that I saw also, who is also female, so... So it looks like it's just the two of them they've shown. I gotta find see if there's another one on YouTube somewhere. But yeah, it's I find them a little ridiculous. So what else do we got that's ridiculous? Many things. Many, many things. Uh wow. Blizzard again. Yes. Uh I'm kinda glad to see you posted this. I thought about posting it and decided against it, but we've got it here anyway. Um, they're, they're doing the whole, like, free-to-play without being free-to-play, where you can buy things. Yes. Right? So you can buy pets, you've been able to buy pets, you can buy mounts, and unlike Obsidian, you can actually show these off to other people. Yep. Uh, so their most recent pet, the Cinder Kitten, I believe is what they called it, Mm -hmm. is this adorable little flaming cat that you can buy for $10, and 100% of the proceeds from that are going to go to the Hurricane Sandy Relief Funds. So 100%. So everyone who's buying this adorable kitten... I thought the kitty isn't out yet. The kitty's not out yet, but you're you're kind of pre-purchasing it. Ah. And it goes over to help pay for Hurricane Sandy. Well, pay for cleaning up Hurricane Sandy, I should say. Buy a cat that's on fire. <laughs> yeah, I, I had people. to think about that a little. I'm like, I'm not sure a burning kitten is the best way to go for this, but sure, why not? I mean, it's in better taste than if they had sold like a little mini cyclone. Oh, <laughs> that would have been bad, wouldn't? And and I could so see someone doing that too. They've got them in the game already. It's the the wind elementals, yep. right? If they just sold like a little mini one, which actually on the one hand would have been really funny, on the other hand would have been in- incredibly bad taste. Yeah. See, I would have like had some sort of pet that was somehow like Red Cross related or something, like a like what? I don't know. Some sort of yes. Um. St. Bernard, sort of like that. You know, like the St. Bernard's with the barrel yeah. chin for mountain rescues. Something like that. The St. Bernard's are bigger than what these pets are. I know. I actually met a St. Bernard the other day. Yesterday when I was dropping letters off at some guy's house. They had a, a full-size St. Bernard in the house. Those are big dogs. Oh, yeah. You know what was in those barrels, by the way? Whiskey. Whiskey. Mm-mm, booze. <laughs> That's the first thing I need if I'm getting rescued is booze. Well, I mean, there's actually something to be said for the alcohol because it'll keep you warmer. Hmm. What was it? There was the one guy who, uh, at the sinking of the Titanic, spent like a couple hours in the water and was just fine because he was so tanked up. (laughs) That's silly. So Star Wars The Old Republic is free to play on November 15th. Yes. Are you going to try it? Probably not. Sorry. 
Don't be sorry. Why would you be sorry? I don't know. Because the only thing I've been playing recently... Well, see, I finally got Assassin's Creed when that came out. But before that, I was playing... What was I playing? It's underneath the box. Mm. Oh, yeah, I was playing the original Assassin's Creed. <laughs> nice. Collecting all the flags, because it turns out I deleted my save game. No, no. That's fine. I don't know where I put my save game for Assassin's Creed 2 Brotherhood. I was a little annoyed at that, actually. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. I was like, oh, I can't easily go through all of them, because I've got the, the game saved, and I can easily just... And then I'm thinking, wait a second... If I don't have the original Assassin's Creed, I probably don't have Assassin's Creed 2 or Brotherhood. I know I've got Revelations on there. Yep. That's the problem. Is you get a new hard drive for your Xbox. And you don't get the converter. Yep. Granted, now with the cloud, you could save everything to the cloud and then probably just bring it back down again. Do you have to pay for the cloud or is that part of Xbox Live? Or I think that's just part of Xbox Live. <laughs> cool. I don't know. I haven't used it yet. So, But speaking of the Xbox... Mm-hmm. Microsoft's also coming out, uh, filing for a patent okay. that uses the Kinect, or basically any camera, to determine whether you're breaking a content viewing rule or not. What? Through, vis- through video surveillance. Uh, no. That's what the patent's for. A content viewing rule, as in, like, I'm not old enough to watch this content, or this is illegal content? I don't know, maybe you... I, I don't know, this is a very odd patent... Yes. One I'm not terribly pleased with. Well, okay, so a patent lists a number of options for determining the validity... Valid... Validity. Validity, thank you, of possible viewers, including counting the number of faces, as in making sure there are only three people who were able to see a movie, or actually identifying specific users to make sure Julie isn't watching a movie that Mark was only licensed to see. What? No... No, 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 no. Did I mention no? Well, the patent's there. Let's just hope they sit on it and don't do anything with it. But man, think about that DRM. Yeah. Sorry, you're not allowed to play this game because you're not Dave. This is, no, it's, it's worse. Dave. You're not allowed to play this game because Johnny's in the room. <laughs> think about some of those people who have family portraits behind their couch or something. I'm sorry, your whole family's there. You can't play. But they're a picture. <laughs> it's just a picture. You're going to get people like putting on masks just to watch a movie? Mom, I need to take a picture of your face. Why? No reason. <laughs> just, wow. Can I make a plaster of Paris of your head? <laughs> Why? No reason. No, don't worry about it. It's nothing. It's I a swear. Halloween costume. I mean, that's just terrible. Yeah. So, ugh. Yeah. So Verizon's closing their app store. Okay. I don't even know Verizon had an app store. I think we might have talked about it. I I did. Why are they closing it? Because nobody's really using it. Well, no shit. Why would I use Verizon's app store when I have Google's? Or Amazon. So I was like, oh, yeah. Carrie's like, oh, everybody loves apps. Let's start up an app store. Except you started up a third... Yeah, it's just not going to work. No. So they're closing it. Mm-hmm. So they realize like it's not going to work. Yeah. In okay. my head, I don't know why it was. Maybe it's because I didn't get much sleep. But I was thinking, it's like a big boy opens your town. Everybody loves it. So you thought, hey, everybody loves big boy. I'll open one that's called Large Marge. You really do need more sleep. Yes, yes, We I should do. probably just move these recordings later in the day. 
Well, it's a factor just working three days in a row and having to get there early. And then also, I don't really have time to eat much food during the day. Yep. Buckyballs. We talked how they were coming under scrutiny. Yes. Well, the guys making them said, yeah, we don't care enough to keep making them. Oh. So, yeah, the buckyballs and bucky cubes will be discontinued. Oh. Blaming what it called baseless and relentless, relentless legal badgering. So, no more buckyballs. Yep. Okay, then. Stock up now. With what's left. Man, the price on ThinkGeek probably just skyrocketed. Or they're probably completely sold out, one of the two. Or they're sold out and will not have any more. Yep. So, there's a new Humble Bundle out. There is. Humble Android Bundle 4. Number 4. And included in this bundle, Splice from uh, Cypher Prime, so the people who did Osmos. Which is this really bizarre game. Splice or Osmo? Splice. Okay. It's a puzzle game. Uh. It's, it's hard. Uh, Euphoria, which I think we've talked about before. Certainly not for Android, but Euphoria is... Um, what's, the, what's the term to describe this kind of game? You have like a, a planet that spawns more and more units just kind of automatically, and you send them to attack other planets and take them over to spawn more and more units. It's kind of like real-time real strategy without the resource management. Real-time unit management? I guess. Artem? I don't know. But it, it's actually a very fun game. Mm. It's gorgeous, too. Uh, what else? Wa Waking Mars? I have no idea. Cran physics is really good. Super Brothers is highly acclaimed, but I didn't really enjoy it. And then the unlockable is Machinarium, which we it's have certainly game. covered. It's hard. I know it's hard. It's really hard. Any game that has its own built-in hint mode, you know is going to be hard. Yes. I wish there was more of it, though. Like, I beat the game. Like, really, that's it? I, I never beat the game. Oh. I was not good enough to beat the game. One of those games that took me a while, but hence my puzzle game fascination. Mm -hmm. I was able to get through after a while, after a long while. And I got to the end, I'm like, oh, that's it? Oh, but I want more. <laughs> well, Andy, there's no shortage of that style of game for Android. Yes, but then I'll have to start playing games on my phone that is oh, not somehow related thing. to Assassin's Creed 3. <laughs> I told you about that, right? Yes. Yeah, sorry. I'm trying to remember what I've told people, what I haven't told people. Oh, let's see. NASA's got a working mode for their space internet. Okay. They're calling it the Disruption Tolerant Networking Protocol. So it's when you disconnect, it doesn't, like, terminate everything? No. What it kind of does is, basically, if there's a disruption in the connection, your packets will stay where they're at until the connection reacquires. I like it. I like it a lot, actually. Because, you know, like trying to communicate with Mars, yeah. you're going to have some packet loss. A little bit. You're also going to have to deal with, like, Doppler shift at that point. Yeah. So, yeah, they've, uh, the network becomes available as part of the Space Communication and Navigation Program. Hmm. At least they're doing something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have to double check. Did NASA say something about, like, anti-gravity at some point this week or no? Not that I've heard. Why would NASA be talking about anti-grav? Like, are they trying to develop... I, don't know. I swear I read something about like a NASA press conference this week or something like that. Or was that with Curiosity? It's probably with Curiosity, but anti-gravity? Yeah, I don't know. 
Oh, one of those Andy. things I just caught in fleeting and wasn't sure. No, I, I haven't heard anything about it. Mm. All right, the last thing we've got up here. Do yeah. you remember the game Descent? Is that the one where you fly around in a ship? <laughs> Is that the game where you do the thing? You know, you're like a little ship, and it's like a 3D. Yes, it was a a space combat game, except you were inside. So it was it was kind of the equivalent of zero-G combat. Okay. And in fact, if you've ever read Ender's Game, man, is that a helpful kind of twist on it and, and changing your perspective. Or if you've ever watched Star Trek Two, <laughs> Right? This whole idea of man thinks in flat planes because we live on a surface. But as soon as you take that away, you, you kind of open your possibilities by a lot. So in Descent, you you were indoors and there was a clear floor and ceiling, but it didn't necessarily apply to you. There was no gravity. So the floor could be whichever direction you wanted. And if you yeah. actually did that, you, you had a huge advantage over other people. So I'd be flying through there. I was flying like upside down most of the time. Um, and it was this really good game. It was the, the combat and controls was really tight. I was generally very good against my friends, uh, which of course made me enjoy it even more. Someone is remaking it in the Unreal Engine. Ooh. I want. I want bad. Everything looks so shiny and new. It looks so pretty. So is there any timeline on this or No, no. Just an opening announcement of hey we're But if, if you it? watch the uh the video, don't watch it if you, you know, get motion sick. I stopped watching it because I am not feeling well at the moment. Yeah, I mean, they they show off what they can do. And in this game, you really are, like, spinning around and flipping upside down. And it's so pretty and so good. And it, it this is probably one of the games that made me want to be, like, a fighter pilot. I'm sorry, Dave, but I can't see you in Top Gun. No? No. Oh. Turns out I'm actually too tall. You're too tall? I think I'm I'm pretty sure I'm too tall. I thought you were short. Andy, I'm six foot. Dave's taller than me? I've been taller than you since like the sophomore year of high school. Huh. How have you not noticed this? I, it wasn't important, so I didn't notice. I'm taller than Hans. You're taller than Hans? Pretty sure. Huh. Wow, Andy. Wow. Right, so should we move on to the random review? Sure. Something that I was caring about. <laughs> Assassin's Creed 3. Yes. Came out on the 30th. Okay. Let's just put this in perspective. I have logged about 10 hours in the game. Okay. I am less than a quarter of the way through. Not even 20, I think I'm at like 22% right now completed. Okay. With over 10 hours played. I mean, so A, that completion, the 100% completion is going to be like, find all the flags and do all the thing and the other thing. Well, yeah, because there's treasure chests that you have to find. There are feathers that you have to find. Everybody remembers that from Assassin's Creed 2. 2, right. Um, there are, you know how there were, like, the prostitutes, the thieves, and the mercenaries? Yeah. Well, now there are, like, the frontiersmen... And the brawlers. Oh, there's no more prostitutes? I'm not sure. I told you. I basically, this morning, finally got 
the game world completely open because I had to finish the naval missions, which, mind you, naval missions are hard. Yeah. Boats are very different, aren't they? <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. They are very, very different. <laughs> okay. It's, it's almost like a... Just... When I started playing this game, well, mind you, first off, there is a prologue to the game mm-hmm. that takes you a good, you know, like... I think half my time was spent just doing the prologue even before I met the main protagonist. So, so a good four hours of my time was spent not with the main character of the game. Right. So here's here's my question to you. Yes. Would it be worth going through the other Assassin's Creeds before playing this? Yes. Okay. Unfortunately. They say, oh, yeah, you can just get right to it, but... There is a little bit of an intro of, like, previously on Assassin's Creed sort of thing. <laughs> but last time, our hero was... There's stuff that happened that was brought up that, like, unless you had played the previous games, you would have not, like... Who's Lucy? Like, that never would have brought up unless okay, you had but, played the previous Assassin's. If, if you've got, like, the general story, I mean, is there anything... If you've got the, the general story, if you probably read about the ending of Revelations... Okay, I haven't read the ending of Revelations. If you get to the ending of Revelations, you'll probably understand most of the stuff of okay. what's going on. The ending of Revelations would be the entirety of the series up to this point, Andy. Yes, I'm sorry to say, but there's stuff that... At the end of Revelations, that answers some questions. Well, yeah, a couple of them. But if you get the basic idea, you're probably able to get through. You don't have to. You don't have to play all the games over again. But it it almost feels like Grand Theft Auto Three. If that makes any sense. No. The fact that it's it's an open world game, and for some other reason, Ubisoft threw everything and the kitchen sink into it. Okay. Well, the maps are bigger. You're not you're not stuck in just cities. You, I've been spending most of my time out in the frontier, not actually like in because there's only two cities. Yeah, two cities. There's Boston and New York. Okay. So they're they're big, but it seems like there's a lot of stuff. Like I've been spending an hour or two hunting hunting elk and bear and beaver. Why? I don't know exactly. Like, it's a bunch of stuff in there that does not advance the story at all. And it just seems to be in there just for fun. Just for kicks and giggles. Shits and giggles. That too. I mean, well, the, the, the same was said about the first one where you're, you're going around collecting these flags. Yes, true. You didn't have to collect the flags. Actually, collecting the flags didn't do anything other than for the achievement. So technically, I probably couldn't, didn't have to go hunting if I didn't want to. I'm yep. not actually sure what the hunting, if I finish all the hunting stuff, if I actually get anything. Yep. In fact, for Assassin's Creed 2 Brotherhood, my plan is to kind of just race through the game as much as possible. I'm going to skip as much of the side stuff as I can. I'd like the story. That's yeah. my goal. That's what I'm aiming for. <sighs> Let me also say that they had to patch the game on day one. You know, that's pretty typical. I'm not concerned about that. It's the day one DLC that I have problems with. Well, there's also the fact that there are exclusive missions for the PS3. You're like, really? We're still doing that? Of course we are. Andy, be realistic. I know. But there are still glitches in this game, like really apparent glitches. Yeah. 
Oh, also the control scheme has been completely revamped. So you know how you would have like one button for one arm, another button for another arm, another button for your legs? Mm-hmm. That's all gone. Okay. Which takes some time to get used to if you've been playing Assassin's Creed Since right beforehand. the first. And you're like, why isn't this working? Oh, wait, I forgot. They completely remapped the controls. So I don't have to hold down this button or I don't have to do this button. <laughs> Combat's a little bit tougher, but then there's also the same thing. Everybody stands around in a circle waits for you yeah yep which i just wait for them so sometimes it's just like combat's tougher until you do the like combo okay you're dead left analog stick x you're dead left analog stick x you're dead yeah those are that still happens every once in a while i mean that's how i handle most of my combat yeah i just wait and wait and then somebody finally decides to attack me i'm like okay (laughs) now you're dead games begin and then I just end up with a pile of dead bodies around me, and I'm standing there going, hmm. So there were people. I don't know. I just, at this point, I so just do. So wanna... do you still climb to, like, the top of a church and then look around? Well, there's churches. There's also trees that you have to climb as well. Oh, so now you, is... you climb to the top of trees and look around. Yeah. Okay. The problem is all the trees are exactly the same. Like, the, the way to get up is so you climb onto a short branch, then you climb onto a bigger branch, then you climb up and there's a break in the trunk. You climb that up, and then you go to your left, and then you swing through some branches, and it's the same exact tree. Well, you can only program so many trees, Andy. But if you're making it a, a point that it, it's, it's a synchronizing point, so people are going to have to climb many of them. Yep. Could you at least mix it up a little? Not, not, like all the rest of the trees, that's fine. You can keep them, whatever you're doing with the rest of the trees. Side note, running through the trees, it's kind of fun. Okay. Especially if you're, you know, trying to chase somebody in the middle of winter and they're like slogging through the snow and you're like, oh, there's Hop a tree. from tree to tree. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Tarzan. Oh. I haven't tried any of the multiplayer yet. But if it's anything like the previous multiplayer, I was highly entertained with it. But I haven't tried out the new versions yet because I'm still trying to get through the single player mode. That was the other odd thing. It came on two discs for the Mm -hmm. Xbox. So I'm wondering if I'm going to have to, at some point, switch discs. Potentially. Halo 4 is on two discs, Mm. which means we're we're finally reaching that, like, critical point. Where we need something new. Yep. Yep. God, I still have the original Riven, and that came on, what, like six CD-ROMs? Yep. So, what do you think, Andy? E3 of this coming year, they announced the new Xbox? Oh, it's With a Blu-ray? Point. And then you owe me dinner? God. can't believe I made that. That was a stupid bet. It really was a stupid bet. Well, I mean, it was and it wasn't. You honestly did believe that... They would ne- that that digital distribution was to the point where they could just eliminate the disk drive. And there's no way that Sony would let Microsoft have the Blu-ray. Well, except that Sony wants everyone to have the Blu-ray. Yeah, true. So you know, there's more potential money in the sale of the device than in in stopping your competitors from using it. True. So yeah, Assassin's Creed Three. There's a lot of stuff there, most okay. of which... Worth the $60, though? I mean, you're, you know, a lot of the stuff we've been reviewing has been like 10 to 15 maybe 20 bucks. Well, I'm not sure when the price is 
going to go down to the $20 range. I know the original Assassin's Creed right now at GameStop is around $10. Let's see what the other Assassin's Creed games are at. Come on, no, Assassin's Creed 2 is at $17.99. Mm-hmm. Bloodlines is still at 20 bucks, so it's... Uh, is it worth the 60 I don't know. See, I didn't even technically... Because I went through the Microsoft store, so I got it with the 20 bucks of Xbox Live points. Oh, that's And nice. the $10 off coupon. So technically, it was basically 30 for me, which I was happy with that price point. For 60 though, mm, I don't know. What, is it going to drop in price? Probably not. Well, not. Mile. I mean, the holiday season, it'll, it'll be that part is true. of specials. I might have to keep tabs on it for the holiday, because I know Need for Speed came out before the last Black Friday, and they had a bunch of holiday deals on it. So I'd keep an eye on it. If, if you like the Assassin's Creed game, it continues the story. It's interesting. It's definitely different than what we were used to. Mm-hmm. Which I think put off some people. The story is different, or the the gameplay is different? Well, the gameplay is different. The story is a bit different, too. Okay. I'm not sure if I like the new protagonist or not. I liked Enzio. Ezio. That's what I said. No, you said Enzio. Sorry. There is a difference. Yeah, one created Ferrari. Yes, the other is a character in Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Ezio di Auditori. See, I'm not... Okay. So normally... If I'm just casually playing a game, I normally don't have the sound going. Okay. Or, or I'm not, like, 100% paying attention to it. Okay. Yeah, I can't do that with Assassin's Creed 3, especially when... No, you, you need the sound. Well, well, it's also... Well, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. You know how it, the original Assassin's Creed, everybody was speaking English the entire time. And then the second one, they were all speaking Italian. Well, they, they were speaking English with bits of Italian thrown in. Yes. This third game... When he's speaking with the Native Americans, mm-hmm. they are speaking... In that language? Yes. I'm not sure exactly what the language is. They're part of the Iroquois Nation, so something along so those lines. probably Iroquois. <laughs> but if you're not paying attention, if you're not like on the screen reading the subtitles... You miss things. Yeah. Important things, potentially. So it's almost... That's the problem. So sometimes, like if I'm playing Civ Five, I can you know not really pay attention to the game and be okay. Can't do that with this one. Nope. So this is a game you actually have you have to sit down and focus on, which I'm starting to slowly move away from those games. So is it worth the sixty? Not really. See if you can find it cheaper. You got to know what's going on before you play. It's it's something. So for some people, but not for everyone. Yes. Okay. Random topic. Then yes. we got to wrap this up. Yep. And then you have to go take care of yourself. Yes, Mister Fever. I had a fever. Oh. I didn't know that. I was asleep at the time. That that's what I'm hearing. From Kate who's talking to you. So anyway. <laughs> Random topic. When was the last time you wrote and sent a postcard? Two thousand two. I sent to one Hans earlier this year because as I hold in my hands I have the Hans trading cards. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, I just got a postcard from Hans. I'm, I I think I need to write and send a, a couple out now. Not yeah, just I to know. him, but just, I like it's actually a, a really brilliant idea. One, two, three, four. Where's number five? Number five's around here somewhere. I don't know, we've got five of them so far from Hans. What? Wow. Yeah, it beats me. See, I sent one earlier this year. 
I got to send him another one, though. I put a little code on the postcard, and he hasn't said anything about it. So, Yep. I'm going to be uh, sending a couple, I think. So, yeah, that was earlier this year. Before Hans sent me the postcard, though. Yeah. Last time I sent a postcard. What's the last time you sent a postcard, Andy? Did I send out any postcards when we were down in Puerto Rico? Okay, so I didn't send any when we went on honeymoon. Uh, <laughs> I think it was ninth grade, 10th grade, when my family went to Sweden for a couple of weeks. And you sent a couple from there? Yes. Now, did you send them from Sweden or did you send them when you got back from Sweden? I sent them from Sweden, which um, I could have actually taken them back in person and handed them to them and gotten back faster than mailing yep. them from Sweden. Yep, yep, yep. That's the problem with sending them from out of the country is if you are not staying out of the country for some time, you'll beat them back. Yeah. Well, I think I mailed them like in the first couple of days and we were there for two weeks. And we beat them back. So they're like, they're probably... Because the, the day we show up, like the postcards show up the next day, I'm like, oh, they were probably on the plane that we were coming back on. <laughs> probably. That's so one thing I realized working at the post office is always talking to the other post office people. Mm-hmm. It seems we have a, one of the best mail delivery services in the world. Yes. It's like us, Britain is amazing. If you ever have a chance, their Top Gear did an episode where they raced a postcard from the southern tip of England, the southernmost point of England, to the northernmost point of England. It was two of them in a car, and they were racing the mail system. Who won? I thought was the coolest thing ever. Who won? The letter. Really? Yeah. Sad. So that was a fun little one. But yeah, there's us, there's the UK. I'm not sure who else is near the top, but according to some of the other people, there's a lot of places in the world that have crappy postal service. Yep. Well, I mean, it was one of the things that, like, was really important back when we founded the country. Yeah. Right? Ben Franklin campaigned for that. So this is critical. Uh, I'm not sure if this is actually a topic or not, but I have to look this up. A little late for topics, Andy. I know. Time to wrap up. Yeah, I can't find it on there, so. Okay. Well, so, yeah, postcards. Go send one. Find someone to send one to and go send one. Yeah, stop at Walgreens. Pick one up. I've actually got a bunch at work I'm just going to pick up. Why do you have a bunch at work? Because my work provides postcards. Huh. So I will be picking a couple of those up. All right. Okay, here, no, it actually is there. Uh, The U.S. Postal Service is currently testing stuff with Walmart and Amazon for using uh, same-day delivery for electronic purchases. Well, but we we knew that. I know, but the... They're using the post office to deliver them. Well, one would hope. Yeah. I mean, the post office is there for deliveries. True. Okay. Get out of here, Andy. Yeah, I'm going to go take a nap. Yeah. Go lay down. Will do. Bye, everyone. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.